Welcome back to episode 149 of Your Best Year starts here with me, Neil Martin, and my good friend, Mr. Nigel Risner. And this is another one of those episodes where we're starting it off and I'm going, all right, where are we going with this? So have you got any ideas or are we just going to like make it up on the fly like we so often do anyway? So yesterday I had a moment where, so I often use a phrase that if you had a video camera watching you for 24 hours, how would you act and how would you perform? Watch and Big Brother yeah, or Love Island and you'll get your answer. Yeah, but, <laughs> but the, the difference is, Reality TV is different to our, our own reality and the way yeah. we run our lives. Yeah. And yesterday I had one of those moments where I thought I had an appointment to see my doctor. And I was very excited because I haven't been to see my doctor for a long time. As everyone's heard, and over the years I've had some health issues and I'm now 99% the other way. And I need to go through a few things with my doctor, etc., etc. And it was my appointment yesterday. What was really interesting is that in my heart of heart, I thought it'd be interesting if I actually see the doctor because I haven't had like a pre-assessment. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought, a bit weird, but I'm up for this. And a nice young lad came to see me and introduced himself and said, I'm a student nurse, I'll be working with you on this. And I went into a room and there was a nurse who wanted to weigh me, measure me, check my cholesterol, who wasn't the doctor. And this was a review, nothing to do with the stuff that I thought was coming to. Okay. How do you think I reacted? Um, I think there's several ways you could have reacted. But How if do you think I reacted? But if you were expecting one thing and you got something else, probably not that well. Okay, what's five levels worse than that? <laughs> okay, you lost um, your shit. What's five levels worse than that? I mean... It was remarkable how quickly I allowed my emotions to literally rip. And and I think it was a year and a half of frustration. Mm-hmm. I think, it, you know, it, it's not about the spoons in one of the other stories we've shared on here. I absolutely lost it. In, in such a major way that I walked out, I, I couldn't handle what I was being told and that this is what they do. And I've been with the surgery for about 26 years. I've never had a review and I, when I then wanted to go to the doctor, it's another four weeks because I've got to have a telephone meeting before I can actually see someone. Mm-hmm. And my explosion in my head was so massive that I said, we better not do my blood pressure now, otherwise I might be hospitalised. <laughs> so that's the bit that I caused myself. What was interesting, though, is how I allowed a situation to manifest in such a way where I'm not going to go through the whole of E plus R equals O. It's an event, and I respond to so way badly, then the outcome is shit. But it was interesting how quick it occurred, how long I allowed it to manifest within me, the lack of work I then did for the next, like, half an hour, because I was regurgitating the story. Mm-hmm. And then I had to be careful that I didn't start regurgitating that story to other people. Because what tends to happen in our lives, that when we have a success... We sometimes may go on social media, but we don't want to share too much of it because we want to let it go through. We want to write it down in our diary. We want to live through it. But when we have something that doesn't quite work, it is amazing how we want to vocalize this and then embellish the story and get it worse. 
But the question is, what was the damage it was doing to me? Yep. Bear in mind, I was going to see a doctor and medically and all the rest. You know, if I looked at, if I had an x-ray of my brain and my insides, and I, it was all me that was doing this. The reason I'm sharing this is that, you know, we're up to our episode nearly 150. It's nearly three years since we've been doing this. We need to be aware we are responsible for how we show up. Yep. We are responsible for what we put out. Yep. And we need to remember there are people watching us all the time. Whether it's on social media, whether it's us recording this, whether an hour before we go on stage, we go into a hotel and we can't find a car parking space, or when we're having dinner and there's now not what I've asked for, and, you know, I, I yep. need butter toast because it's just, a, and I, I'm just amazed when they, they tell me you can't butter toast, the chef won't <laughs> do it. And I can feel myself losing it. But there's a point which says, what do the rest of the world think in that moment? And you can't be perfect. We've had this conversation before. But I'm slightly curious of how quickly I turned a situation which was a 5 or 6 out of 10 into a minus 6 out of 10. Yep. And what I could have done differently. Now, I'm not asking for all of our audience to start coaching me, but I want you to be aware that there are situations during your life when you need to go through that emotion, but you need to let it go quite quickly. Otherwise, it can damage so much more than just this situation. It will affect the next three phone calls. It will affect the relationship. You then go to a petrol station, and now there's a queue, and you start tutting. And then there's someone either wearing a face mask or, and it's just below their nose. And now all of a sudden, everything gets amplified. Yep. So yep. the reason I'm really sharing this is that I couldn't believe how I had allowed this to affect me as badly as it did. And now I'm reliving the story. I'm beginning to get angry again, which is quite amazing. Here's kind of two two separate phrases I want to use, but they're both kind of the same thing, right? Um, one is expectation hangover. The other one is emotional hangover. And the two things massively embrace each other. And, you know, if you've ever gone out and kind of had a bit too much of a party and then done something or you know, woken up in the morning and even questioned what you might have done the night before, you know, I, it's that I wake up in the morning. I know I had too much to drink the night before. What was my behavior? What did I do? What did I say to someone? How did I show up? It's that emotion and that fear that is worse than any kind of headache you could ever have. Right. And it's it's the same the same thing can show up in situations without even having a drink very often because we have an expectation of what something's supposed to be, and so we have this expectation something doesn't meet our expectation because it doesn't meet our expectation we react in a way that we don't really want to react and then we carry the hangover of that moment until we deal with it. And for me, this goes back to something I nearly said I think two episodes ago, and it was you know like sometimes when you're when like you're talking. I'll think of something or I'm talking, you'll think of something and it may or may not come out. And there was something that didn't come out, but came into my head a couple of episodes ago. Um, and that was, uh, <laughs> it's just gone out of my head again now, which is not helpful. Um, you know, yeah, that, that was me going to say about, um, Oh, I've spent so long, I've spent so long explaining that thought process that I've forgotten what the thought is. How ridiculous is that? Um, it's aside to that and i'll talk and then yeah go on. Come back. you don't think about what you're not thinking it is interesting for all of us as we come to the end of the pandemic in one way to let go of what we thought it might be how the year and a half has been 
what we'd like it to be and recognize that where we are is perfect for where we need to be. What I could have done was change my whole attitude and said, well, that's great. Let's do some tests and et cetera, et cetera. But I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to go there. And in a way, I think it was all the emotion of a year and a half of all the other stuff that came out, or I was just being an arrogant pig. And I haven't quite made my mind up yet which one it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with it, but it is very interesting, my behavior. And if it would have been videoed and put out on social media, how embarrassed I'd have been. Yeah. And so I think we need to be aware that moment by moment, there may be someone watching you moment by moment, People are judging you moment by moment. He could be a potential client moment by moment. He's not buying my book. Let me just share that for you. Yep. So here's, here's what I was going to say. Cause it came back. Um, <coughs> it's, it's flicking that switch to go from living in the problem, whether you've created the problem or the problem has been, you know, manifested around you. It's switching the shit, the, the, the switch from going, I'm living in the problem to now I'm living in the solution. And it really is that simple. It's not always that simple to do. But yeah, anything in your life that feels like it's not working right now, you can do one of two things. You can spend the next, you know, minute, hour, year, decade, if you want, going back over that ground and going, this thing happened. This thing's unfair. This isn't what I expected. This isn't what I thought life was going to be today. Or you can go, okay, that's happened. What do I do next? What do I do I to turn this around? Caught, Neil, you know? Where I got caught, Neil, was that there wasn't a solution in the moment. And I wasn't willing to allow him to share anything because I couldn't see a solution. Yeah. I was so into the problem. And still today, there's still no solution. So I've now had to find a different solution by going elsewhere, which is, excuse me, <clears throat> a slightly bizarre thing that I'm now going to seek separate medical support from somewhere else. Because I can't allow myself to be put in this position, which at the moment for the next month or two, I might be. So I've had to, using your words now, choose a different solution because there I'm not going to find it. And I love the line, if you're unhappy where you are, you need to move because you're not a tree. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If if, if you ever had an argument with somebody that's completely pointless – and it's someone you. Well, I'll give you a good example. Have you ever? Hold on, wait, if, so you've been in my house for three years. I, I have it daily. Yeah. Now, let, let me get to this point. Have you ever had like a sales call, an unsolicited sales call, where you end up in a bit of an argument with the person on the other end of the phone, and you're wasting time being on the phone with someone you don't even want to talk to, because you've kind of got a point to prove, or you've got you know something you've started to say that you don't want to finish, uh, so that you want to finish before you finish the call. Yeah, and well, that's because we'd rather be right than happy. Yeah, exactly. But it's that thing of, you know, actually the solution here is just get off the phone. The solution is just get off the phone. You know, you're talking to someone that you're really not bothered about talking to that's maybe interrupted you, blah, blah, blah. blah. Just get off the phone and carry on with what you're doing. But how many times you stay on that phone? And the, the analogy I often give for this, um, and I may have talked about this before on the, on the podcast, I'm not sure, um, is the first time I ever tried water skiing. Because if you go water skiing... Um, and you can't keep your balance. And the first couple of times you try it, you probably won't keep your balance. And so you then, you know, fall on like face plant and you're being dragged through the water on your face by a boat. What should you do? Let go of the rope. Let go of the rope. What's your natural inclination? Hold on on for dear life. And the number of times that kind of scenario shows up in life is scary where you know we're invested in something so we want to keep going 
But the best thing we can do for ourselves and our own sanity and probably the other people around us is just to let go, like pause, reassess, and then maybe even go again at the same thing, but not just cling on for dear life and hope that this thing works out. Because I can tell you, when you're being dragged through the sea by a boat on your face, you're not getting back up on those skis. But if you let go and you let the boat turn around and come and pick you up again, you've got a chance of actually being able to water ski. And it's it's that exact same thing in so many different areas. You know, take the take the example you were in the hospital. I wasn't there. I don't know all the detail. I only know what you've just told me. But, you know, if you're at a point where you're starting to lose your rag and you're getting really wound up and you're getting really frustrated, but you realise you're doing it, yeah, probably the best thing you can do, and again, I don't know if you did this or not, but probably the best thing you can do is to actually just pause for like 10 seconds and go, do you know what? I'm really sorry. I'm making an ass of myself right now, aren't I? What do we need to do here so we can speed this thing up? This isn't the appointment I expected, but let's, you know, let's wrap this thing up and let's get out of here and get on with what we're supposed to do. Yeah, that might have been a sensible approach. What we did was we just left, walked out, <laughs> uh, lost it with the receptionist. Uh, I've now got to write a letter of complaint to somebody. It's a waste of my time because it's not going to change. And so as we wrap this episode up, all I'm going to say is you're not a tree. You can move. Yep. You don't have to be happy in every situation because it's called polarities, good and bad, hot yep. and cold. But there is one thing I would say is there is a video camera watching you 24-7. If you replayed your video, would you be happy with your actions? Mm-hmm. Have a good week. And... How would you feel if someone like your mum watched it? No, no, no. My mum would love it. it. That's the point. If she taught me all of this, that's the problem. Um, If my father saw it, he'd be disgusted. But my mother would love it. We will see you next week for a very special episode 150 of your best year starts here we hope you've enjoyed the first 149 episodes if you have you know what to do leave us a review share them with your friends all of that good kind of stuff and uh yeah we'll see you next week be good my friend